This episode was previously recorded on May 29th of 2015. Jim and Aaron still have lunch every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Join club.baldmove.com to watch these lunches live in real time and get access to lots of other premium content. Hey, what the hell's going on? It's Memorial Day weekend hangover. You got a hangover? Uh, I don't. Do I ever not? <laughs> a hangover from Monday? That's a long ass hangover. Just what? keep drinking through the week. Well, you know, that keeps the hangover at bay. So, uh, what are we talking about today? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> do we have the Q&A app <clears throat> enabled? Let's, let's, uh, I have a topic. I enabled Q&A before. All right, cool. I made so thing, if so. you got any comments or questions, you know the drill. Uh, you can suggest a topic. We've got a couple that we're going to consider. Uh, you can make comments. You can ask questions. You can do whatever. This is lunch. It's uh, your thing to make or break. Who wants to go first? Shall we flip the coin of doom? I don't really have like a specific topic that I want to talk about. It's just... Well, I have a topic, what but I don't doing. know what you're going to say about it because it kind of. I don't like a have a structured. Oh, I want to talk about this and I want to talk about that. I just have been doing a little Who bit. Who wants of to talk first, so. motherfucker? Do you want to go, man? Do you go? I don't care. Do you want to go? No, go. I don't want to go. Oh God! Then flip the fucking thing. <laughs> All right, tails never fails. <laughs> you go first. Uh, so I've been reading stuff over the past few days. And uh, I, tell. Forget, I forget how I stumbled on this, but uh, you know what Twit is, right? Uh, a Twit? This Week in Tech. It's the big oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, tech sure. network that produces yes. a lot of like live shows and yes. uh, all that stuff. Kind of Pod- Podcasting legends. Yeah, podcasting and you know video and they, they do a lot of shit. But yeah, uh, and you know Leo Laporte, who mm-hmm. is kind of the guy who runs that whole show and, sure. and made it from the ground up. And he... You know, I've done a lot for podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to badmouth the man, so all of this is hearsay. Okay, I don't, I don't know the actual truth of any of this. Ooh, this although I sound really juicy, <laughs> I'm excited. Podcast <laughs> drama, baby. It's, su- it's super interesting. Uh, so apparently, people have been complaining for a long time about him treating his employees poorly, and like specifically the female employees. Oh, he, I've seen grumblings in general on the podcast groups, but I've never actually seen like the sexism angle. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to be, I don't know. I've watched the kid, somebody, there's a site called total drama.com uh-huh. that, uh-huh. uh, kind of makes the case uh-huh. as to why Leo Laporte is not a good human being. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that was one of the things and they, you know, they have video like, that's the thing about Twit. They run 24-7 almost mm-hmm. live video from their studios <laughs> behind terrifying. the scenes. Uh, just really, really a dangerous thing to do, especially when sure. you're uh, perceived to be not the greatest person in the world to begin with. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff like him, I don't know, yelling at employees and... Uh, <laughs> The funniest thing, in my opinion, is during a live show, he opened up iTunes and he was showing off like photo albums and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he goes and he opens a photo album and there's a picture of a dick. <laughs> a dick. 
like uh-huh. I don't know for a fact that it's his dick. I've never seen his dick. Okay. Uh, although I may have All right. seeing this photo. What kind of uh, freckle did it have? Was it Dorn shaped? Uh, <laughs> the whole thing. It was. It was like a wavy, inflatable tube man. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like, so what do you do on a live show if you're like, <laughs> you're clicking through your pictures? Nope. <laughs> there's one of your dick pics. <laughs> I had a similar experience he, in real life. I mean, he tried to like just play it off, you know, just like, oh, clicking through here. Uh huh. He obviously notices it, doesn't say anything, but then clicks away from it, and he's like, oh, uh, it, you know, it, it might be a good idea to just click around because he's doing like a tutorial. Sure. And he tries to just redirect the conversation, and it turns into a big thing, and people are like, he edits it out of his podcast later on, of course. What? Of course. Right. You don't want your dick pics out there. Sure. Uh. But but people are like, it's really it's really weird because he's got this wholesome like family friendly reputation. Sure. <clears throat> so like you can tell behind the scenes he's nothing like the guy that he wants to be on screen, mm-hmm. and it's just it's really weird to me that you have like that disconnect and how you can run that kind of operation without. Yeah being as as interested as you are in that thing or like just that kind of person you know so first i I had a funny story this happened about 10 years ago i was preparing an audio visual Uh, i was helping a vice president of sales Mm -hmm. do set up his his laptop for powerpoint um, at this big like industry event, there's probably a thousand people in the audience and probably 700 people had milled in and were kind of like oh waiting God. and he couldn't get the thing to work. So I was like, okay, he couldn't even find it. It wasn't on a thumb drive and he thought it was in. So as this thing is on the screen, I go into his, my documents, it is porn from hell to breakfast. Oh, okay. Like nice. big, big gifts in preview mode. There's like five or six of them. And mm-hmm. I closed the window quickly. Yeah. But like, you know, what do you do? You can't like, of course, in man in black style flash the whole crowd. Like yeah. that became kind of a thing. Sure. And I'm like, well, don't surf porn on your work laptop. But, That's the thing. Don't ever hook your personal, like if you know that you're doing that shit, right. don't ever hook your personal accounts up to anything that goes out for sure. live streaming. But that's stupid. That's a good point because I had someone, you know, about two times a month, someone will email us in and say, love your podcast, but are you aware that the constant swearing you guys do make you sound like juveniles? Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I usually respond to them very kindly. It's like, look, I, I realize that I understand that we would arguably be more successful and more popular if Mm -hmm. we would rein that in and keep the same information and most of the funny stuff, but just make it keep a PG PG 13. We just can't. I mean, we've tried early on and we just realized that's not us. And it makes me kind of thankful that I've taken that stand because I'm, you know, I, what I put out there in the air is essentially a slightly more social version of who I really am. Yeah. With a little more energy, a little more. When I, if I meet you for the first time one-on-one, you'll think that I'm a little bit reserved until I get to know you. And then, but I'm pretty much this way. Yeah. If if you're my friend. Um, And I'm trying to think of anything anyone could find in my search engine, in my search history or my desktop or anything. Well, of course, all your dick pics. It might, I mean, like I said, it might be personally (laughs) embarrassing, but it's not going to be, no one's going to be like, oh, Jesus. He's not who I thought he was. Yeah. 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 
I like alcohol. I like sex. Uh, That's I like the thing. Adult if you're not a family-friendly person, don't make a family-friendly show. That's the thing. I am a friend, family-friendly person <laughs> with my son. Okay, yeah. Like if but I could not get, at all times. If right? I could get a, a chair and have him just sit in the corner and not say anything, like I could magically not swear. That's the like. Okay. Yeah, old yeah. ladies and my son are the only people that kind of like erase the like you're in school and you should not say the things or like in a corporate setting. Uh-huh. stuff like that but it, it feels artificial and it feels like i'm in i'm being the dad role um, yeah so that sucks for him now i gotta say i don't get the uproar over a dick pic if he sent a dick pic to women unsolicited and they found it offensive but if you're just sending dick pics like yeah but when you air them live on a family-friendly show now that's a problem what is this the only allegation of like sexism that he's no, no, no. Okay. Um, the the way he interacts with his other employees is interesting. Like, because also yelling at employees, I don't really have a problem with. Like, I I've I've well, yelled at an employee from time to time. I don't do it excessively. Yeah, but shit happens. So, I mean, specifically, the instance I saw was where um, it's behind the studio or behind the scenes in the studio, and he is like coming up to check on how a set build is going, and he walks up. He starts, you know, joking and having a good time with uh-huh. his the the male colleagues on the set. Yeah. Uh I think her name's Lisa. I don't know. I don't watch Twit, but mm-hmm. uh this woman walks up to him, another another host of his mm-hmm. walks up, tries to say something, he turns around and says, No. And she goes over to her desk. And then he goes right back to joking around with the men on the stage. It's fucked. It's wow. really fucking weird, man. Wow. I mean, I don't know. Like, to, so I hear that Steve Jobs is a massive asshole. Sure, but he's beloved yeah. publicly. He is. Yeah. So, is the real problem that the old port's just not good enough at what he does? No, no, <laughs> to no. make up for it. No, no. I think a lot of this stuff comes out. I don't think a lot of. I don't think a lot of the terrible stories about Steve Jobs are particularly well known. So it's like, yeah. is this a problem because we just don't think that this should happen, or is it only a problem when we find out? I think it's a problem when you find out. And the fact that he's live most of the time does not help. Do you think that, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's going to bring down Twit. I mean, he's had people quit. He's fired people over stuff that's happened. Um, I don't know. I feel like the tech industry as a whole has a terrible reputation where it comes to this. Like, bad behavior is excused and minimized as long as you're successful. Now, I, I wouldn't say that's particularly... Um, hmm. now that I think about it, that applies in just about any part of life, like politics, sure, a sports. Like, if you're really, really good at what you do, you can, you can <laughs> oh, do whatever does it ever you in want. sports, yeah, or entertainment. Like, you hear all the time about divas and rock stars do, behaving totally terribly, and, and everybody gives them pass because yeah. they oh, love them. Players, my god. So, but it does feel like that there is, even amongst the common, like the rank and file of tech, a pretty disturbing undercurrent of you know sexism and racism and like i've been thinking about that a lot lately like at what point does ironic racism become actual racism like i'm sure like the adoption of bro culture yeah (laughs) like they ironically do this stuff and then it starts become non-ironic or even when you do it so often that you can't tell if that person is joking or not yeah like you Isn't know, the, I haven't heard that person not say bro in like two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. How do I know that that's not just who he is now? That, have you, are you familiar with Poe's Law? No, what's that? Poe's Law posits that 
it is it's impossible to distinguish a sincerely held extreme opinion from a parody of said opinion. Okay. Like West, West, West Baptist, you know, the Fred Phelps religion. Is that an elaborate cultural troll or do they sincerely believe that? Like it, when, when, it's, it's when it looks like it's something that comes off the page of the onion, then what the hell do you do? I've been thinking about that sure. a lot like with um, some of the recent uh, Silicon Valley where they're dealing with that very subject of like a woman in a tech workplace and what that life is like. And I'm like, yeah, hmm, is this funny? I think it's kind of, I think it's funny, but it's also kind of dark too. It is. And I mean, well, it's, it's also trying to make a point, right? I mean, Mike Judge does that with a lot of his stuff. I mean, that's what, you know, the majority right. of like idiocracy is about. It's right. farce and it's ridiculous, but it's trying to make a point. Um, and I feel like he's definitely doing that with Silicon Valley too. Okay. So that, that I don't know that it has to be, you know, not funny in order to make that point. I think, you know, satire is a valuable thing. Hmm. I don't know what you do. Like the other thing is like, um, cause I've seen a lot of my heroes in the, like Penny Arcade weather, like storms, like when they say stuff that they shouldn't. Oh God. And it, yeah, it's all away holes. from them. And, sure. and well, it's not just that, like there's a whole pattern of things and like how they deal with it. And, and I've always thought like, you know, what would, what would happen if bald move stepped on a landmine? What's going to be the thing that brings us down? Yeah. I think it's, uh, like we just decide, you know what? Uh, we don't feel like doing videos this week, right? <laughs> and that turns into like a month, and it just fades away. No, I, I don't know about the controversy, but like, like there's, already, there's things like if you go back into our um, blue yonder days, there's things I'm not particularly proud of. Sure, yeah. and it's probably going to be more true as we go down five, ten years. But like, if someone said, "Well, Aaron, you talk a lot about objectifying women, but in episode thirteen of Blue Yonder, you do nothing but objectify women," I'd be like, "You're right. I was a fucking asshole." Like some that's of that difference, you got to some of that stuff if, 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 if is really funny amongst a certain segment of the audience, but it is, uh, it's, it's, it's not, uh, not the kind of classy stuff, uh, that I, it, it, that's not even a classy. It's like, I don't mind being crude and rude, but what I've been increasingly resistant to doing is kind of like make jokes at other people's expense or especially sure. defenseless yeah. people's expense. Yeah. Like you're on yeah, the I'm ground like, and you're having a bad time. I'm going to kick you. But I also really sure. like making fun of like Skylar's mom jeans and Jonathan Banks floppy ears and et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know exactly where the line is and where you stop becoming like funny and just that and then become kind of like an asshole. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that. Uh, I mean, this is recent, too. This is like within the last week. Mm. This dick pic thing happened. So it'll be interesting to see how he addresses it or if he even does. He did. Because, oh, he did, did he? What did he, he say? Tried, he, he's a fucking idiot, man. He tried to claim that hackers put Photoshop the picture and put it on his stream. Oh, get the fuck out. The fuck are you talking about? We have live video of this stuff, man. Uh huh. You can't claim that. Wow. That's your photo album. It showed up live on the stream. There are no hackers putting shit into your photo album. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Just own it. <laughs> You know? Yeah. yeah, it's my dick pic. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know unexplained things happen. Like, uh-huh. for the longest time, remember when we used to pipe in, the, like, the theme music for different shows live? 
Uh-huh. And like we, I'd throw up the VLC player in the second monitor in our studio. But there was like oh, this time right. where some random weird image sometimes, and like it was a nude guy once. It was like a random cat pick. What it would like associate with? The, it was bizarre. So like, yeah. So and I would, like, I, I would was, own it if I had a pick. If I had that pick of a dude with a big dick, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> things got weird some night. It was a little scratch. I needed to itch. Like, I, just you and me. I would own up to that. But no, it was puzzling, man. Because uh-huh. it was my like my brother's theme song from yeah. The Walking Dead. You go in VLC, you'd play it, and it would pull up a random picture each time. But I couldn't, yeah, and I kind of thought, I still to this day think that maybe Daniel was twirling us. But we were using the same copy, and it pulled up different pictures. Like, yeah. what kind of hacker bullshit would he have to pull off I don't know, your brother's pretty happen? smart with that stuff. He uh, is. But yeah, anyway. Uh, no, that's, yeah. that's so then he's essentially prolonging the agony and making it worse. Yeah, it's just trying a to bad lie. idea. Yeah. Just, just take responsibility, apologize, and it'll be over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, go forth and dick pick no more. Uh, so let's see if we got any comments on that. Um, oh, this is a good see question. See if we do have any comments specifically on that before we okay. move on to something else. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. I don't think so. Nobody no, seems, okay. Nobody Jorge, Jorge D says, don't stop swearing. We will not. We've made the executive decision that that's not mm-hmm. something we're going to change. It's a journey song, right? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um all right, so I think that's it for the actual comments about that stuff. Uh, do you, I mean, I've got another topic that I want to talk about, but let's go through maybe some of the rando stuff. All right. Danny H says, I was wondering if podcasting as a career has changed your enjoyment of it at all. It. I'm assuming when he says it, he means watching television. Or podcasting or the whole thing. Like, is it as ah, much fun as you thought it would podcasting. be? Uh, there are aspects of it that are more fun doing it as a career mm-hmm. and aspects of it that are less fun. Okay. Um, I think, you know, when we made the, the decision to try to do some of the, the live watch stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then go like right into live, like instant cast stuff, mm-hmm. I was not super comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of threw me off. Um, when we get into like big, our big seasons where we mm-hmm. have like five shows on at the same time, that really wears on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like trying to keep all this stuff in my head and feel like I have a grasp on all the shows that are on at the same time mm-hmm. is what really takes its toll on me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can, you know, watch a show or two, be invested in those universes and talk about them, that's much more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's what what has changed. You know, when we used to do this as a hobby, it was like, oh, we'll cover a show here, we'll cover a show there when that one goes off the air. Yeah. It's much easier to feel like I knew what I was talking about because I remembered everything that happened in the series we were covering at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot harder now. That's one big way it's changed for me. What my big deal is that I'm, I'm having trouble like growing or, or letting things go. Um, I always want to try to do too much. And um, mm-hmm. like, for example, feedback, it really kills me to not be able to read an extreme, you know, extremely long, well thought out email, but it's like all by itself, it's three and a half pages and it would take like 15, 20 minutes to consider. And I also, it's not something that I can reduce to like, because sometimes I can do that. I can take like a final conclusion paragraph and a couple sentences before to give it background because people get long winded. I'm a, 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 a guilty of that 
frequently myself. Sure. And sometimes you can save it and come, you know, but it's, it's tough to me to be like, okay, I could do this and then not read 10 other emails that are shorter and also interesting and all that. Um, and I've always tried to like, that's been my core, my, my core problem is I love the feedback. I love reading it. And I know people love getting their stuff heard and it kills me when someone puts a bunch of effort into something that I can't ultimately use. And as we get larger and larger, that happens more and more. Um, and I tried to come up with like, okay, well, if I don't read your email, then I'll at least give you a response. So, so, you know, I read it and all that Yeah. as it continues, like every year, like we continue to double in size. Like that's something that's been kind of weird too. Um, to realize that like, especially with some of the spoiler stuff I'm doing, there's roughly 25 to 50% of the people that have only heard like the last four podcasts we've done. Like if you go, you look at our statistics Uh, between season four and season five, we grew like by 30 some percent. And then from episode one to this episode, we've grown by another 50%. So like I just talked about this thing four weeks ago, Mm -hmm. but a huge portion of the audience hasn't heard that yet and might never hear it. So what I guess I'm getting at is it depresses me to be in this position where I've got all this awesome stuff and I can't use it all. And I don't know how to fix that because it's, it's starting to really weigh on me. I am, I, I feel bad. Like I've got this like guilt that I don't know how to resolve. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, it's like, sometimes it's nice to get to the smaller shows where I can read essentially everything, but like things yeah. like Game of Thrones, yeah. Walking Dead, Mad Men even's gotten to this point this year. It's like, there's just no way I can't even read a, a fraction of it. And it's, it's, it sucks. So I don't know how to mm-hmm. do, deal with that. And also, um, yeah, I, I, I tend to try to do, I, I tend to err on the side of doing too much. Like right now I'm, uh, you know, this, uh, th- like it, it's ticking me. I, I'm at like 12 hours plus on the sweater producing a spoiler thing this this week um yeah yeah i mean i love doing it i love talking about television i find that part of it super easy yeah you find that a lot easier than i do it's compiling the feedback and you know making sure everybody kind of gets a voice and feeling like i'm always always failing like every week i fail three times and it it does wear on me man Hmm. like it it, i don't i don't know how to solve it well i can solve it by me doing the feedback that yeah, but that's it. the thing. It's like I don't, I don't... that hang up. <laughs> well, then I got a different problem. I'm essentially offshoring my misery. I'm letting <laughs> you be the asshole and not have a conscience about it. That still is well. Going you're to... probably gonna sit back going, "Man, what did Jim cut this?" Exactly. Week? This guy doesn't give a fuck. He'll exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like are putting time and effort into this, and Jim's just over there throwing shit out yeah, of the wind. It's extraordinary rendition. We don't torture people, <laughs> but we do deport people to Egypt, and they torture the fuck out of them. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the uh, the downside, I guess, or the the, okay. the 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 podcast depression that I face. Um, let's see. Uh, Danny H also wants to know what you thought of Bloodline, which I have not ah. seen, but you have. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen all of the first season yet, but I think I saw like six episodes. Mm-hmm. Didn't we talk about this already? No, or did you and I talk about this? I I thought it was cool. I thought uh, the acting is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is told in a really interesting way. Um, it's a very dark story and it's a little 
it it feels a little far-fetched at times like oh there's really this much shit going on in this one family come mm-hmm. on come on but uh overall i i freaking love it all right it's good netflix original baby there you go um grab the wrong mouse yes yeah he he was talking about the uh excellent performances and good character drama i agree the the outcast brother on that is real good real fucking andre good. 3000 or big boy <sighs> andre, no Jesus. He's an outcast, brother. Like, I know, I yeah. No, my mistake. my mistake. <laughs> Sean H. said, any chance of a Hannibal podcast? I don't think so. Fear the Walking Dead is going to come on around the same time. Because here's the thing. I'm staring down the barrel of uh, True Detective, Fear the Walking Dead, um, and Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. That is, especially since Orange is the New Black is going to be like a two-a-week affair, it's looking like. I'm at max capacity. So, yeah. and I'm not... I'm not that invested in Hannibal. I saw season one. I'd have to commit to watching all of season two, which I I don't enjoy. Um, I don't enjoy binging stuff that we're going to podcast on. Hmm. And like, I kind of learned my lesson with the Americans. If I'm only kind of like sort of invested in it and I binge it and then I get into the season and I'm not liking it, it's just like, Ugh. so yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm kind of shocked because I figured that would be a no brainer. And I thought that maybe last year, if, if the timing was right, we would have done it, but nah, I mean, I know it's a huge show. It gets a massive audience and everyone says it's awesome, but I already full up on my, my podcasting time and I don't have the passion that would make me do like overtime hours to to do it. I mean, I'd much rather do fear the walking dead personally because of what it can be. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, I'm really hoping it will be something very different from The Walking Dead itself. Sure. Uh, and if that's the case, I think I'm going to like it a lot. But I think it's going to be terrible, and I think it's going to be... It has that potential, too. And I've always yeah. wanted to podcast a a sinking ship. Like, I kind of got that with the last season of True One, Blood. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about 24. No, I don't think True 24 is it. 24... It wasn't knew, terrible, no. 24 knew what it wanted to be, and it was yeah. fun, and I think we podcasted it appropriately. But, like, a truly just disaster. It's just not working on any level. The fans hate it. We <laughs> hate it. Like, kind of like... I always fantasize about what it'd be like to cover season one of The Killing, where it no. starts off so good and then just takes a left turn into what the fuck, Phil. Yeah. And, like, the everyone... The fan base is just outraged. The creator is, like, a wwe heel like you know vince vince mcmahon kind of villain Mm -hmm. you know giving all these heavy-handed arrogant statements in the press i that i kind of think that would be fun i think would be fun so that's why i'm signed off on fear the walking dead speaking of true blood they i think it's on the um on the true detective dvds they like hook up to the internet or something and get previews and right and stuff of, of the latest shows on HBO. Mm-hmm. And like they do this montage thing where they show a bunch of clips from like Game of Thrones and Entourage and mm-hmm. True Blood and like all these shows. And every time I'm watching, I'm thinking, man, HBO has a lot of good shows until they get to the True Blood one. And then it just like turns into total bullshit. And I don't know if that's because I haven't seen it and I don't have the proper context for, for the lines that yeah. I view as really hokey and bad or if the lines are actually hokey and bad. Well, so... I True Blood's interesting because like it's arguably the first two seasons are really good. Okay. For that type. And, and I want to say for that type of show, it's like, it's a show about vampires in the South. Lynn, it's a kind of a allegory to homosexual or not homosexual, homophobia and racism. Yeah. 
but then it also kind of like in the later seasons becomes almost like Adam West Batman. Like it's campy, but it intends to be campy and it's a hell of a lot of fun to watch and they're giving the fans what they want. And it's really done well. Hmm. And then there's the final season, which is just a fiasco. Like it's just terrible. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm not going to defend it, but here's, here's an example like entourage. No one can defend entourage as a quality piece of show in the later seasons, but it's still no. fun to watch. Sure. And if you, I could see like it's more fun as a guy to watch than it's a, a girl to watch. Another example, ballers. <laughs> That's the other reason I don't <laughs> want to get into Hannibal. Entourage with the Rock. I want to save. I want to save some bald move TV time for entourage or for for ballers because both you and I are pretty excited about this. I'm definitely going to be watching it. Yeah, I it, mean it's it looks it's, ridiculous in the same way that Entourage was. Like if the Rock is the new Jeremy Piven. If it's Entourage, only the Rock is punching people too. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That's bald move television right there. Uh huh. Um. Moving on, uh, Justin K. If you could protect one movie from being remade, what would it be? I'm not much of a purist, honestly. I mean, can I erase Predators? Yeah, <laughs> we've been talking about how good that was, and but the, I got a shitty remake. Remaking Predator does not seem like a terrible. Like if someone said, "Hey, we're going to remake Predator," yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be up in arms because I'm like, okay, like that was a great film. It holds up. Uh, Good. I mean, but imagine if like the lead was The Rock, and you had um, who's the guy from Brooklyn Nine Nine, Terry Crews, and and you hear the Terry Crews is attached to the project. No, 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 no. You hear you hear Terry Crews is attached to the project. Sure. You start like, okay, I can see that. Yeah, The Rock and Terry Crews. All right, I'm sold. A movie that I would just be up in arms, maybe like The Godfather. Oh yeah, that could be real bad. Like, how could you possibly do a better, more interesting job of that than one of the best films of all time? Yeah, I don't think you could. Yeah. Uh, so something like that, like an like an all time top ten classic. But like, if they wanted to redo Star Wars, which they essentially are, <laughs> uh-huh. why not? Indiana Jones, pff, they can't besmirch itself worse than Crystal Skull. So yeah, like like you, I'm I'm. Reboot Indiana Jones, put Chris Pratt in the fedora and the leather jacket right now. I'm on board. Are you surprised that Goonies hasn't been remade? That You know what? You just pulled something right out of my mind because that was one of the few I was kind of like, man, I don't know that they could really remake that and do it justice. But then again, that's like childhood love I have for that movie. Yeah. Nostalgia would say no, but I, I think they could make it good and kids would like it. Just a modern cast? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not, I am not very sentimental um, as far as anything really. So if they do it and it's good, then I think it's great. If they redo it and it sucks, then it doesn't diminish my love for the original. Don't yeah, even done that true. as a Star Wars prequel trilogy. Um, let's see. Dan G says, please cover the Walking Dead spinoff and troll the hell out of it. Any news on <laughs> we will if it's bad. Season, season one podcast release? I'm holding off on a rewatch for it. Well, that's nice, Dan. Yeah, the first episode is going live Monday, yeah? No. What? Wednesday. Wait, I thought it... No, come on. Well, okay, it's either going to be Monday or Wednesday. Jim thinks Wednesday. I'm going to lobby hard for Monday off air. <laughs> yeah, says the guy who doesn't have to edit it. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just saying that, like, if we do, if if we go Wednesday, we won't have time to do a season two preview, and I feel like that's a mistake. 
Okay, we'll see. So no promises. But it starts. It starts next week, and it's going to come out. Um, regardless of when it starts, it's going to be a Monday, Tuesday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday release schedule, leading up to the new season of True Detective. So it should be pretty easy to binge and keep up with, and and all that stuff. Uh, Jorge D wants to know if we caught Walter Goggins on Community season five. No, I haven't seen a Community since season two. Yeah, I, I think Community is a great show. I don't watch it. Yeah. One of these days, I'll get around to it. I'm the reason it's been canceled in like 15 times. Sure. I don't know. Sure. Uh, oh, boy. Another one. She is geeky. Wants to know if either of us plan on watching Aquarius. I watched it last night. and It was pretty good. And I guess you can binge watch all at all on the NBC website. Never I've never even heard, even heard of, it. of it. I've never like give us a pitch. Aquarius. Give us a pitch for it in, a, in another comment and I'll and I'll see whether i'm even interested in it or not but yeah i've not even heard of it which is a problem because unless it's football season i don't watch network television yeah uh so it's very hard for them to capture me with anything new coming out it's almost always basic and premium cable stuff Mm -hmm. see danny h says being from the uk i got my first taste of cincinnati from last week's louis episode it wasn't a great review uh what did you see that no i'm i'm like three weeks behind on Libby, so i'm curious huh. now though because it's funny my girlfriend and i were downtown having lunch this week and we were like having lunch by the river like you know what cincinnati's pretty nice it's got a lot of stuff and we haven't really taken full advantage of it but there's a lot of also shitty things about cincinnati um and i don't know like i always like indianapolis better because i know the city more but I don't, I don't know if I've given Cincinnati a fair shake. I'm really curious to see what Louis says about it because I could roll. Like if someone wants to say Cincinnati is the greatest city in the world, I'd, uh, well, that, that's a little much. Greatest <laughs> city in the Midwest, that's still kind of a little bit, but you got Chicago. Yeah. A gr- yeah. Greatest city in Ohio, I will entertain the notion. If someone wants to say it's the worst thing ever, I could also be like, eh, I'm not really emotionally invested. And I'll get around to it eventually. So yeah. Cleveland would be like, hey, hey, you got the hard rock, the, uh, the what is it the rock hall of fame or whatever yeah, rock and roll hall of fame yeah hmm. we're we're a great city too <laughs> no i mean I, the cleveland's got I, I have no affection for anything in ohio honestly like it's not that i hate ohio it's not that yeah i don't like things about it i just don't care about ohio it's just eh. i moved here a little over a year ago from literally to do this another part of the midwest it's more of the same yeah and it doesn't have any of the things that i loved about indianapolis so Mm. all right so one other thing i want to talk about is i saw mad max fury road over the weekend okay and have you seen john wick yet no god damn it there's this interesting new trend in movies where they give you about five minutes to set up and then it's one unbroken action scene, one after another, with zero character development and anything like that. Like Mad Max is a two-hour-long car chase that just never stops. Like Transformers. It'd be even Transformers waste time doing a lot of stupid shit. Like mm-hmm. I think Michael Bay would be more uh, would be more successful if he like watches these movies and comes back and says, "You know what? I don't need to make offensive, stupid joke robots." I don't need to have a bunch of Megan Fox, uh, you know, shacking up with Shia LaBeouf. I can just do the robots battling each other for two hours and be just as successful, maybe more so. The Raid. I, yeah, I've not. I've 
I've sat down to watch the raid twice and each time I get the subtitles all fucked up and I haven't, yeah, I, I haven't gotten into it. You don't really need subtitles much. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime like there's like there's... five minutes of talking to set up, I'm like, okay. Cause I, I feel like yeah, I, that's what it is. I do need a little bit of hook. Like, so these are like a throwback to the old commando days where, you know, Arnold gets his daughter stolen and he goes tearing shit up to fix it. And then at the end he does. And the movie's over, except for even then, okay. They had to throw in this side female character and there had to be kind of like a maybe possible romance between them and mm-hmm. all that. Like Mad Max just doesn't give a shit, man. And I'm wondering, like, I, I think Fast and Furious would be more fun that way. Like Fast and Furious is kind of ridiculous because they have to invent reasons for like, why are they on the top floor of the, du- the towers of Dubai with an exotic sports car that they have to crash through three towers to get down to the ground like they have to invent this kind of weird and that's when the movie starts getting creaky it's like well we're just in la now we got to go to dubai and now we got to go to some obscure town in eastern europe and it's like nothing really kind of makes sense but whatever that's not where that's not why you're watching the movie i kind of like this trend and the other thing is it's Hmm. just really incredibly well done there's nothing that doesn't make sense well I mean, if you buy the whole, this is the post-apocalyptic Australia and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like if you buy the premise and everything makes sense. Okay. So I was hoping you'd seen um, John Wick. Hmm. No, I want to see it. I just, it's great. got to it. It's fantastic. They give you a setup. They yeah. wind up Keanu Reeves and you watch him play. I hear they're doing a sequel. Good. Good. Which I'm super excited about. Yeah. Although who the hell would fuck with John Wick after John Wick happens? <laughs> You know, people who don't know. I'm don't just know saying, like, who are they going to find that's going to uh, get John Wick to go full John Wick? That I, I don't know. That's it's kind of <laughs> like the Liam Neeson problem. Really, really, the the great grandfather is now going to steal your wife and did you, what the fuck? Does he have to literally kill your entire family for this uh-huh. to stop? Apparently so. Don't <laughs> fuck with Liam Neeson. Another great example of the. Uh, very little setup and 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 well done, wall to wall action movie. The original Taken. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the others and they were okay. Justin K. Comparing Mad Max to Transformers is a travesty. Hey, that settled down. I said that Michael Bay should take a page from Mad Max. No, the Transformers series is garbage. It's total sure. garbage. Like. If you're over 13 and you like the series, I don't know what the hell's wrong with the you. The first one was barely tolerable. It was terrible. After that, I I I've never seen another Transformers movie. I, like the first one scared me off Transformers. I'm like, seen, nope, sorry. I've seen up to three because my nephew is a big fan and so my son watched it. But I like I wouldn't They're I don't let my son watch like garbage. I consider that yeah. garbage. It is. It's useless. It's completely useless. Yeah um there's lots of other really engaging kids when, entertainment when you have movies. me sitting in a theater going when the fuck is this action scene gonna be over yeah i'm done with this i was yeah. done with this 10 minutes ago yeah yeah and i love you action fucking messed up man i love action i love transformers I, I went to see it because i wanted to see optimus prime kick some ass and i wanted to hear the original optimus prime voice but it wasn't enough man it was nope. terrible terrible movie yep um Dave, so, okay, here's Aquarius. Oh, okay, so I have heard of this. David Duchovny plays a cop in 1969, just starting to be on the trail of Charlie Manson. Okay, that sounds interesting. You have my attention. Yeah, I like David Duchovny. (laughs) 
Charlie Manson, huh? Wow. Yeah, I so I guess now I am kind of interested in that. Okay. All right. It's called Aquarius. All right. I will uh I will check that out. I'm not probably not this weekend because I got my kid and we're like booked up with uh plans, but maybe uh next week. Cause I'm the what I'm watching right now is um I'm watching Always Sunny. I'm almost done with it. I'm on season like eight. And okay. I'm watching Amy Schumer. I'm I she's got three seasons and I'm I'm like uh halfway through season two. So I kind of took a break from drama. I I I caught up on Penny Dreadful and I'm watching that, but uh I, I kind of needed a break from all the drama I've been, so I, I started doing comedies. Yeah. It's uh two of our biggest drama shows are on or were on. Yeah. So once a season always sunny makes me so uncomfortable I can't watch it. <laughs> like it just really is an ordeal for me. It's kind like, of like, like what moments specifically? I'm I'm curious. Anything that involves, there are a lot of anything involves cricket. It's essentially anytime the gang gets involved with like a truly innocent party and they uh-huh. just destroy their life. It's it's I, I I I don't mind it when they're fucking each other. That's hilarious. They're terrible people. Mm. They're human stunt dummies. But anytime they have a believable, uh, like sympathetic person that they're just and and cricket starting you- to get ridiculous enough that it doesn't bother me uh, like he's becoming a, a, a stunt but the early goings is. with him i'm just yeah. like oh my god oh my god how'd you, how'd you feel about ben the soldier that same same <laughs> fucking deal same yeah. fucking deal although chad coleman's speech about the jean shorts you know because he's like uh, one of the under the bridge people and he's that? like i used to have a pair of jeans like that and then, like he's like, you got, you, you got it, you got, you got to give him a break, son. You're gonna wear him out. You can't wear him every day, son. He just went on this long speech about jean shorts. Nice. Oh God! And it came out of nowhere, like Cuddy yeah, from The Wires, just on. That. You don't remember that one? Mm. Yeah. Is that in the first episode with Ben? No, this was like an episode. This was like in season seven. Uh, okay. You know what it was? Is when they're trying to figure out who knocked up D. Oh, okay. and had everybody could possibly be in the one room, the and they they yeah. just cut away to them mixing, uh, you know, with no context at all, and he's just mid rant about the jean shorts. All right, so there you <laughs> go. Let's see here. Favorite episode of It's Always Sunny. Oh man, that I know sh- what mine is. That changes about every single time I watch it. I, season six there and two. seven there are a- murderers row. That's like when the show is firing on all cylinders. <laughs> Uh, I don't know when this is, but the, so I, I have two that stand out. My, probably my favorite is the Christmas episode that they do. Where, I, I hate that one. Oh, I fucking love that one. I hate that one. Where Danny DeVito sells himself into a couch. Um, that was funny. And, uh, I, I, I don't know if I want to like explain the whole thing, but it's one of the funniest episodes to me, probably the funniest. The second funniest I think is, uh, a crowd favorite, which is the Dayman Nightman thing. Nightman Cometh, I think, is what it's called. That's pretty good. Like that's early on too. That's like the end of season two, isn't it? No, no, no. Am I, I getting those mixed up? I, is the Christmas one in season they, two? So, so they lay the tracks for the Dayman in season like one or two, but yeah. they don't. Charlie doesn't produce to play until I think season five or six. Okay, because it's like within like the last week or two that I finally saw it. Yeah, that's an amazing episode. That was pretty, but it's kind of like, it's hard for me to judge because I've seen the best parts of that in like unrelated YouTube clips and stuff. So it's like yeah, it didn't yeah, have yeah. the same impact. Um, There's another great one where they use Charlie's music um, it really effectively where uh, they they use that Nightman Cometh mm-hmm. idea that like, oh, that Charlie likes to make fucked up music. Let's not let him 
make they're having a, a person come in to review the bar and they want to make everything just perfect and charlie says oh he's written a song and he comes out and he's like okay i'm gonna give you guys a preview and he plays this beautiful song it's amazing mm-hmm. and they're all like wow charlie that's mm-hmm. bravo charlie that's fantastic uh-huh. and he walks out of the room and of course they're like we're not gonna let him do that song right and they're like no 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 of course not uh-huh. uh but then later on when the, the whole thing is going down and the review is happening they lock him in the basement, I think, yeah, so that he won't be able to play his song or fuck up the the event. Uh-huh. And he gets high on like spray paint or something. Uh, he comes out of the basement. he gets he gets out of the basement. And he comes out, he's got like gray silver spray paint on his face. <laughs> yeah. He's high out of his mind, and he uh-huh. walks up to the piano and starts playing a new version of the song, <laughs> which is incredible. Absolutely incredible. I think I've seen parts of that, although it, maybe it's just a Charlie gets the gold spray paint mouth quite a bit. He in, probably in does. Later, yeah. later parts of the season. I don't remember. Because I, I got this weird experience where I watched like season, I can't remember what the current one is, but I, liked, I watched like season nine and 10 in real time. Mm-hmm. And then I started to go backwards through season eight and nothing was making sense. So then I stopped and started from episode one and worked my way up. Um, so, so I'm looking at the Wikipedia, some standouts that I've seen recently. The Gang Solves the Grass Crisis. The gas crisis, yeah. Was the rare example where them fucking with an innocent party was just hilarious because they just like progressively destroyed this man's car parked on the street. That's the the wild card episode too, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, that was really funny. Um, The one episode, the other one, yeah, The Nightman Cometh was in season four, actually. Four? Um, the, the, The wedding of... Dennis's oh, yeah. ex and one of the poils uh-huh. was really, really funny too. Yeah, that's that's weird, and it's kind that's, of that's one of my favorite conceits is when they tell a story from one perspective and then they recontextualize it with other events. Yeah, yeah, and it makes Dee look like she's a crazy zombie when it's really just Mac and Charlie have fucked over, you know, destroyed her car again. That was a good one. Yeah. I, I kind of like when they do those themed episodes too, you know? The gang wrestles for the troops, which is the one oh, first God. appearance appearance of, is it Ben the Soldier? Yeah, Ben the Soldier. Really, really funny. Uh, they come out in their fucking hawk costumes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then, my God, Danny DeVito in that. He is a... Like a, the trash man. <laughs> yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I really like Frank's brother. Oh, yeah. With the uh, shy, shy, Dy- shy Dynasty. Shady Nasty. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. really, really funny. Oh, uh, what is his name? His name is Gino, isn't it? I don't know what his brother's. I couldn't tell you. I think it's Gino. But yeah. him, like, but um, Danny DeVito in a wig trying to be 19 years old was just <laughs> oh never not God. funny. Because yeah. he's just he got that's the thing. Like Danny and DeVito has this in, apocalypse now sort of sequence. It, it, where he's just like this beautiful woman <laughs> banging him, and he's just like, yeah, oh and God, he's, he's the cocaine coke. sequence. Oh yeah. my God. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, the gang goes to Jersey Shore was really funny with the rum ham. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, kind of where funny. I'm at right now. Uh, oh, I just saw last night the Charlie McDennis game of games. Uh, that was really entertaining, too. Yeah, they, they do those games every once in a while. Really? Yeah. So, there, yeah. That's, that's kind of been my current favorites. Uh, let's see. Thoughts on Mr. X from X-Files get cast. Huh. Thoughts on Mr. X from the X-Files getting cast in The Leftovers? Mr. X? Which guy is Mr. X? He's not the cigarette-smoking he... man. He's not the well-manicured man. Who is Mr. X? And Or maybe he's referring to that. Let's see, Mr. Is He's X, not cigarette-smoking man? 
files. Well, I don't know why you'd call him that. Uh, X. Oh, who, who yeah, yeah, yeah. Files? Um, <laughs> I wanted this. I, sometimes all you can do. Uh, I want. I mean, I I want the first thing in my place is he's the black dude. That's terrible, but that's that's him. He's uh, portrayed by Stephen Williams, I guess. Is that the one? Because I, I guess he was portrayed by someone else in, uh, or portrayed by someone else in deleted scenes. This is really <laughs> weird. I don't know. I've seen very little of that show. I I'm struggling to think of what his. I'm trying to think of who this guy is. Was Mr. he a late? Was he a later season guy? Yeah. So I have Probably. no thoughts. I, don't know. I have I have no thoughts. He was in, didn't yo, they replace? He was intended to be a woman. And they filmed a bunch of stuff, and then they recast this guy. Huh. Didn't they replace uh, Mulder at the end of that show with a guy from Millennium? Yes. Well, I don't know. This that is was a weird I, show. I haven't seen the last two seasons of X-Files. I gave up the season after the movie came out when they were still fucking around with us. Hmm. So when they replaced uh, Mulder with uh, the T-1000, and then they replaced uh, scully with mimi driver oh he got replaced with t1000 that's not millennium guy no but he was there was a lot of crossover with millennium and that guy was in a memorable episode of with with zombies it was kind of you know for a horror pussy i was at the time it was kind of terrifying x-files was i'm kind of surprised i got into x-files as much as i did at the time i was because i was i just remember being scared to death through several of those episodes yeah there were i saw a couple that i thought were pretty freaky yeah all right we got to go. We got a bunch of stuff to get to get to. Um, thanks for joining us and hanging out with us uh, yet another Friday. We'll be back next week with some more stuff. And until then, have a great weekend, people. See you.